You are listening to the Young Culture Podcast, where young adults from all backgrounds and experiences share their ideas and opinions. Hello, Young Culture. Thank you for listening in. We have Vishal here today for part three of the Live Your Best Life series, and this one I'm really excited about. You guys are talking about finances. So Vishal, why don't you introduce yourself first? Uh, first off, thank you. I'm super excited. I've Yay. been an avid listener Aww, of the you. Young Culture podcast. So um, I think it's so important to have a voice to give back mm-hmm. to people and totally. uh, have a platform like this is awesome. Um, I'm a financial planner. I know uh, a lot of people don't even know yep. what that <laughs> is. Or I usually just say I work in business, right. but uh, I'm a financial planner in uh, British Columbia and Alberta. Mm-hmm. Um, I opened up my own office and practice in Surrey, right. um, but I'm from Abbotsford originally. So I've had so many people on my podcast from Abbotsford. <laughs> like you guys are doing some good things. We divide and conquer. Right? We, uh, we made Literally. this plan years ago. Right? Like, you know, people are going to see us come in. We're going right? to pop out of Abbotsford. No, I, like I haven't. Um, I guess connected with a lot of people from Abbotsford before this, and I want to say a good 50% of my <laughs> guests are from there. Well, I just yeah. want to say congratulations <laughs> to everyone from Abbotsford. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you guys are, yeah, you're doing good things. No, I'm excited. <laughs> um, yeah, essentially what I do is I uh, help individuals of uh, uh, many different backgrounds mm-hmm. plan for the future. Um, we kind of start off with what do they want their end goals to be, right. uh, and everyone is different, and then we just find ways to reverse engineer that. Um, I'm an independent person, so I don't work for any banks. You're your um, own boss. I'm my own boss. Good, and, good. Uh, a lot of people's social media makes you seem make this seem like it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, but there's pros and cons to it. Totally. Um, but uh, I like to think that I like my boss, which is myself, so that's pretty <laughs> good. But uh, no, I work with every single bank, every yep. single insurance company, mm-hmm. um, whatever's best for my clients. I'm yeah. not locked into a- any one company. Right. Uh, which was and that's important, reason. right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like if you're going to get the best deals, mm-hmm. you need to be able to shop around the, m- the whole market, right? Yes. Um, as opposed to being locked into one or two companies. So yeah. um, that's why I pride myself in is being client-focused. So right. what's best for you guys yeah. um, and my clients, that's what we need to be able to do. Yeah, I feel like that's where respect is earned. I think in this kind of like field where you're helping people and stuff, because I don't know, I, I based on conversations that I've heard in the past, even myself, sometimes when people are giving me advice, I'm just like, ooh, like... But what's your motive behind telling it's me it's about this kind of stuff? It's natural to be defensive about yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah. We're, we're never trained. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're growing up, everyone's like, yeah, don't talk to strangers. You know, right. only trust your family. Mm-hmm. And, and people of positions, which back in the day, it's, it's yeah. teachers. Yeah. Um, so if anyone besides your teacher tells you anything, whether it's even our, our closest friends, yeah. we're like, yeah, but what's in it for you, right? Right, exactly. And, uh, I think our generation and the mm-hmm. Young Culture podcast, <laughs> like people that listen to this, yeah. uh, we're very different. We're yeah. We want our parents had to set us up, yeah. But it's up to us now to yep. uh, work together and, and make everything better. So right, um, listen to strangers in, in, in a way, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, unrelated to this, I was listening to another podcast and um, they're talking about intergenerational trauma. Mm-hmm. And so the one thing that they said that really stuck with me was your family and society, like you're saying, trains you to be scared of strangers mm-hmm. and to be fearful of them, but your family could be the most damaging people to your growth. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it, I'm not trying to bash anyone's family here, but like, yeah, in terms of your growth and like thinking out of the box and really striving, because if you don't, you're just kind of within what your what your environment knows. Yeah, I right? couldn't agree yeah. more. Like if you think, okay, your parents, who'd your yeah. parents learn from? 
I don't know. Like, <laughs> the, honestly, like, that's what I'm trying to think, too, because, like, we have very different uh, viewpoints on a lot of things. Yeah. But, okay, to speak on what you're saying, I realize that they only have these beliefs because of their parents. Exactly. I mean, and that's what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. Things that were taught are, like, 80, 100, 200 years mm-hmm. old values. Uh, which some of it's good, but we need to start exploring. I think a big one's finances too. If you think like yeah, a lot yeah. of your money knowledge is going to be on what your parents have told you about money. Mm-hmm. And um, I, yeah, I was listening to another podcast too, and they were talking about that. And there's a group of them and want like one of them. No, both of them had parents who weren't good with money. Mm-hmm. So it in turn, it turned into two different results. Um, one of them carried the same patterns and was reckless with their money, but the other person became really fearful and cautious yeah. because of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's good to have people like you around who can give us some knowledge too, because it is good to go out of the box. Like I know um, a big thing in like the before generation is kind of like the whole investing and being all risque yeah, <laughs> with your money exactly, exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Like that might not have been something that they would jump on right away. But totally. I think a lot of people in our generation are really interested in those kind of things and they want to know about it. And they, and yeah, like they want to open their own business and they want to take the financial risk. So yeah, credit to your guys' podcast yeah. because the only reason people hear this stuff yeah. is social media. It's, it's yeah. a powerful tool. So yep. yeah, I couldn't agree more people are either uh, one or the other, either they're very reserved or they're very, yeah. um, you know, out there with their money yeah. and, and they never have anything to show for it. So <laughs> right? our and goal then is to be right in the middle. Yeah, and, th- and that's the whole thing about life. In, in any aspect, what's the happy medium? Where's yes. your balance for you? So, yeah, yes. no, uh, that, that's a big one. And for me, I, don't, I'm, I can speak for a lot of people here. The biggest hit to my transitioning into being an adult <laughs> was my finances. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally, in the past few years i think the big like the one statement that i keep saying is like what the hell is this yeah what the hell did i get myself into like there's so many shocks like i just yeah yeah, like i okay i'm a broken record on this one so my friends know that i complain about this too much taxes that's been my big (laughs) my big fml right now remember we used to get gst checks all the time go spend on slurpees and lunch food and stuff and yeah (laughs) And like, uh, what do you mean it stops? And, and when you got a return and you, yeah. w- you weren't owing money. <laughs> yeah, things change. And then as soon as yeah. you're an adult, you yeah. start getting all these things in the mail. Yeah. Because like, as soon as you're an adult, you're, you're really a client to a lot of people. Yep. So all of a sudden you start getting all these mails. And, and yeah. it's weird for us. We don't even know how, what mail is. I'm like, what do you mean? Why don't you just email me? Mm. Um, so you get these things in the mail. You don't know what any of it is. Yep. And then uh, everywhere you go, you, you got to pay for car insurance, cell phones, tuition, yeah. textbooks. Uh, cactus. Everyone's got to pay yeah. for cactus, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I go after nine o'clock. Yeah, that's, that's why I go for hour. the late happy hour. Yeah, I, get I just my heard they uh, they put the beers on cheaper now, right? Longboard beers. It's less than four dollars now. Hot alert, guys! <laughs> that's a good sale. <laughs> we don't even work for cactus. <laughs> there you go. There's just free promo right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sponsor us, guys. I literally was just telling my friends we were just planning um, a girls' night out, and I'm like, can we please just time it around the late night hour? Menu. <laughs> so you know, people think yeah. brown time is late. Like, no, brown time no. is we're purposely late just yeah. to make sure we're there for happy hour. That's what it's come <laughs> to. Oh my gosh, totally. It's so funny, yeah. but it's it's so true. So I want to know, because I'm talking about like being a young adult and how I'm just financially just 
figuring not, it out. Yeah, there we go. Let's strength based here. Let's yeah. talk about figuring it out. So, <laughs> um, I want to know, in your perspective, where do you think young adults are lacking in terms of knowledge, in terms of being financially prosperous, and like all that kind of stuff? It's a good question. Um, that's a big question. So I'll be here for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, to summarize, I think accessibility is probably yeah. the biggest one that I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, right from the get-go, when I when I first started in this field in, in my business, uh, I just noticed a lot of people didn't know where to get resources, yes. uh, what was good information, what was bad information, mm-hmm. um, what was helping them, what was hurting them. They just yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Um, we live in a world where there's a, a large amount of very hardworking, mm-hmm. but unsophisticated people yes because they were never given the knowledge before yeah it's not in the school's best interest no. to teach you about hey maybe university is not the best choice for you or or maybe there's something better you can do with your money yeah because they're gonna lose the money right they're gonna lose the money yeah, as yeah. well right um yeah. but and, and also they're keeping in mind that they went through that system that's how they mm-hmm. became teachers yeah so that is their value system right. they think it's important right um which not to say it's not mm-hmm. um but it's different for every single person yeah so I think accessibility to good information is very, very tough. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you either get it from your parents, you don't get it at school, yeah. or you get it from your friends, or worse off. You get it from your friends. Oh yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or worse off, sometimes yeah. you get it from like social media people. Yes. That's where people start uh, accumulating a lot of things mm, um, because mm-hmm. they see all these sponsored ads. Oh, I should get yeah. this, I should get yeah. this. And yeah. Amazon, like Jeff Bezos is the richest person for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> people aren't just donating money for no reason. It's They're buying a bunch of stuff. Um, so we live in yeah. a world that people are crazy in credit card debts, yes. line of credit debts, yep. student loan debts. Um, there's All a lot of the debt. debts. There's a lot of debts around. So yeah. um, I think the biggest thing is just having access to what is good information mm-hmm. based off your goals. It's not yeah. a cookie cutter approach. Yes, uh, You and I true. have two different goals. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we both want to be comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, but what's comfortable for us? Right that's different yeah and based off that answer we have to go about it a different way yeah. so um, the biggest thing you have to ask yourself the tough questions yeah and sometimes you have to just turn off your phone turn off all that stuff and just think like what do i want what the hell is it that i want what the hell is it that i want <laughs> yeah. and then yeah you know if it's a certain type of thing then you know team up with somebody that can mm-hmm. help you um you know people have personal trainers and they're like, yeah this is the best thing ever mm-hmm. um, because they'll even if you are active and you do work out a personal yeah. trainer will take you to the top yeah um you need to do that same thing for your finances team up with someone whether mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be me it can be someone at your bank it can yeah. be your parent it could be a cousin that's really good with money or yeah. a friend yeah uh, doesn't matter what it is it could be a book uh, it yes. doesn't matter what it is but yes. team up with something to find out what you need to do to get to the goal that you want yeah i like that you said that too because um it you know they preach this a lot with any kind of well-being like emotional well-being and stuff like that and i you basically just said it like it the same um approach to that also resonates with your finances too totally you have to check in with yourself you have to become knowledgeable you have to you know go to your support system you have to reach out to people yeah so yeah no personal growth it's a huge thing right now we were talking about earlier before we turn on the mics exactly um but personal growth is is a massive thing Mm -hmm. so Personal growth, a lot of people relate it to, um, let's say, for example, stress. I want to be less stressed. So yeah. how do I personally build myself up mm-hmm. to take care of stress or find different yep. avenues to take care of it? Or I want to be in better shape. So am I going to have a dog? Am I going to walk him yeah. more times a day? Am I going to do a little bit more intense working out? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same thing for your finances. So totally. if you are not where you want to be, what are you going to do to personally change that? Are you going to team up with somebody? Yep. Are you going to... Um, 
um, draw back your, your spending or mm-hmm. read some books or whatever maybe mm-hmm. just don't do the same thing over and over again and make the yes. banks rich. Yes, yes, Please. yes, yes. Yeah, that's one of my learning curves. Well, go to Cactus and make yes, them rich yeah. with, the, with the cheap years. I mean, you, you, get, you get some good value in return, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I honestly, um, before taking an interest, in, well, I mean, anyone should be taking an interest, but when I finally decided it's time to become knowledgeable about this, I realize now, um, looking back at my life, I had two, um, I guess, toxic thought processes in terms of finances mm-hmm. i thought that uh, i was so ignorant to all of this like in my head i read that oh like only business people need to know about these things yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so uh, but no like you do you need to know about it too and then the second one i think is a big one um i used to think giving a shit about your money to this extent meant you're materialistic mm, that's a great point yeah which is not true. Like yeah. you should. I don't know. What What do you think about that? Like, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. For, for you to have the <laughs> yeah. self awareness to, to yeah, think yeah, that, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and and you're right. There are people that to go back to your earlier point about parents, mm. um, and th- they give you belief systems. Yeah. For someone that uh, likes to spend money, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's because that they were told when they're growing up, like don't be spending your money on things like that. They so like it's almost like they want to, yeah, they yeah. want to rebel and mm-hmm. and rebel by spending money, but you're really only screwing yourself over yes. <laughs> at the end yeah, of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, it's one of the very hard topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we'll, we'll sit down and we'll talk about sports. We'll talk mm-hmm. about pop culture. We'll mm-hmm. talk about shoes and, and Starbucks and uh, mm-hmm. catches clearly <laughs> and everything else, but mm-hmm. no one likes to talk about money um, because they have so many feelings associated with it. Yes. And that's a great point about, you know, it's materialistic, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't care about money. Like that's, yep. that's the wrong thing. I should care about other things about life. Yeah. But whether we like to admit it or not, money enables us to live a certain type of life. Yep. Um, and you don't have to have tons of money, but mm-hmm. you do have to focus on what's the right amount for you and focus on your spending. Yeah. Like, uh, some people hear the saying, live within your means. Yeah. Um, Although that's true, you could be better off by living below your means and investing the rest. I thought you'd say more. No, no, <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that be, that's my financial tip, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, um, like living below your means yeah. uh, is sometimes even better. And yeah. for someone that, uh, if materialistic items aren't important to you, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You can definitely live below your means and then double up on what's important to you. Um, yeah. If it's getting away or spending time by yourself mm-hmm. uh, or vacations, whatever it may be. But yeah. Uh, Money enables us to have a certain type of life, and we, got, we can't be naive to that fact. Yeah. And we got to make sure that we are educated in that spot because it yeah. makes the rest of our lives easy. Exactly. And someone uh, else also framed it to me in a really great way. Um, money also gives you freedom. And like you said, money gives comfort. But money also gives you the ability to give back and to help others and like do all that kind of good stuff, too. Because totally, if you're totally. not filling yourself, like you can't. I mean, you can, but it's obviously a lot easier. Yeah, when like you're in a good spot. Exactly. Look at Bill Gates, one of the, yeah. the richest people for years yeah. in the world. And he just donates, donates, donates mm-hmm. nonstop. Like I think last year it was like $32 billion or, yeah. or something insane. But mm-hmm. um, ov- that helps taxes as well. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a taxable benefit yeah. to donating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's still doing good yeah. work. And it, it, it gives you an abundance feeling. Yep. It makes you feel... Uh, self-fulfilled and uh, again it goes down to what's important to each individual yeah right? and even something as little as being able to pay for your parents dinner for totally. example right totally like it feels good doing stuff like that absolutely and yeah. yeah it's only when you're in a good spot where you're more willing to do stuff like that exactly right? 
Yeah, so we have some questions from the listeners. Fire them off. Yes, let's do it. So we have first question, how to save money in an accelerated time. So I had to ask for a <laughs> clarification. Follow-up question. <laughs> for a meaning for this. So we're saying um, in a short amount of time. Short amount of time. Yeah. Did it say how short? Like I Let's just say... S- I'm let's okay, let's I'm thinking what it means is like say uh, you have a foreseeable upcoming expense. Let's let's okay. use vacation. Let's okay, put perfect. vacation as an option. Let's okay. say y- you booked uh, a Europe trip in six months from now, mm-hmm. but you're at squat for mm-hmm. it. Like how are you gonna I guess build those habits to be able to afford that? Yeah, well, I, I would say build the habits before you <laughs> book the trip would be ideal because yeah. I'm assuming you booked it on a credit card. Yeah, and that, that's yeah, probably yeah. not that great, but. Yeah. Um, in that example, and I think a lot of people, when you come out of school, you either go to university or you want to start exploring or, mm-hmm. or do th- trips now that we finally have time to do it. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is I always recommend automating your, your savings accounts. I just did that a few weeks ago. Did you, congratulations. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, you probably felt the pressure. Like, I'm meeting with this guy. I need to make sure it's right, done right. properly. Right, right. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I need to know <laughs> my stuff. This question was coming <laughs> up. Um, but automating your, your finances mm-hmm. is so important. Um, yeah. For example, I'll, I'll give myself as an example, is I have all my money go into my savings account, mm-hmm. um, and then I transfer a certain percentage of it up to my checkings account. Ah, yeah, and yeah. that checkings account is what I spend for my, my day-to-day mm-hmm. um, stuff, my, my dinners, my fast food. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, fortunately, I eat a lot of fast food, <laughs> so uh, I'm just always in the car. That's like my favorite yeah. thing, garbage everywhere. Right. Uh, but that's my day-to-day living is that mm-hmm. money I s- uh, pull out to my checkings. Um, I also have a certain side money that gets transferred to a savings account that I use for vacations. Right. I love traveling. Yeah. Um, then all my fixed bills come out of my savings account. Mm-hmm. So everything's automated. I don't need to worry about it. Yeah. Um, and it just depends. If you're someone that is not able to resist pulling the money out of that savings account, because there yeah. are those people out there. That was me. That yeah. was you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, how did you get past that? Uh, I had to do that savings thing because I wouldn't do it. L- literally, yeah. like, I would... Because this is what I would do. I would. Ins- I learned because I read a book yeah, that you, um, you should be uh, putting money in your own pocket before putting money in someone, someone else's, else's pocket. Yeah, totally. So uh, when that paycheck would come in every two weeks, I was looking at, okay, I have to do my car insurance, my phone uh my phone bill, my gym, my blah, 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 whatever mm-hmm. goes in my TFSA, whatever goes in this, whatever goes in that, blah, 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 whatever's left over, then I'll throw it in. Perfect. Which, um, that's what most people do. Yeah. yeah. But then I also realized is um, because you wait till the very end, you also forget about it yeah. at the same time. So I was like, okay, the, I had the automated uh, tra- um, automated transfer thing came up. Mm-hmm. So I have been doing that for a few weeks and mindlessly, like money's going there and I didn't even have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, you look at it later, like, hey, yeah. this is kind of nice, yeah, Like right? it's racking up now. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's nice. That's <laughs> the thing. And yeah. uh, that's what I recommend, to be honest. So if it's for, we'll use that example as a vacation fund. Mm-hmm. Um, find something that obviously if it's a short amount of time yeah. it may not be worth investing it could be just a side account mm-hmm. or whatever it may be um, but make sure it's something that you don't get penalized for pulling out of um, right yeah because that's that sometimes that happens uh, yeah. i had a friend of mine say that they, they were at a bank mm-hmm. and they transferred the money over and when they needed to pull it out for a vacation they were going to mexico uh, there was there was a charge and, and it was quite quite yeah. heavy oh um, yeah, yeah. And they were kind of caught by surprise by that so um, just make sure it's, it's something that you're not going to be charged out of. Just please call your <laughs> bank's fl- phone number on the back of your yeah, card and yeah. just get some answers. And just get some answers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I just, yeah, just double check yeah. and just make sure it's good. Uh, but yeah, just automate it so without mm-hmm. thinking about it. Uh, the difference of spending 
Like if you have 500 bucks of, uh, in your account mm -hmm. or 800 bucks or $1,000, you're going to find a way to spend it. Yes. It, it's That's very me. easy to find a way yeah. to spend it. <laughs> we're, we're motivated spenders. Yeah. Uh, but if something's there, if, if you're used to have 800 bucks, but now you have $500, mm -hmm. you're still going to be able to spend that $500. And you won't even notice really yeah. that the other money is gone. I went to HomeSense this weekend and that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was uh, yeah. I was at a store and they had like candy chocolate bars right mm -hmm. at the end, right by the checkout. I'm like, oh, yeah. they're smart. Yeah, and they got me, and I just got a couple quick things here and there. Yeah, I think the automated thing is great. It's like one of those things in life where you don't realize how beneficial it is until after. Like you yes. can't see how it, it beneficial it is before, but once you do it, then you're looking back. You're like, okay, this was a good decision. Totally, and then yeah. do it again. Yes, do it again. When yeah. like pull your money out, go for your vacation, mm -hmm. and just keep that same process yeah. because. Um, as you start, like when you go on vacation, you'll get that mm -hmm. travel bug and you want to go other places. Yeah. Um, and even once you're done traveling, you'll start saving up for yep. you know, a wedding. There's always going to be something that you need that money for, right? There's something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So keep the habit. Totally. Yeah. That's like a good point. And I wonder if this next question kind of falls in line with that. So someone had asked, how do I save up for a wedding? So mm -hmm. I'm assuming that kind of falls in line with, like, yeah, you know, your 20s and your 30s, big things are coming up. Uh, mm -hmm. Homes, cars, life events, weddings like this. So mm -hmm. what are some good tips? Uh, good tips for saving uh, saving for the wedding? Yeah, for, like, those big amounts like big that. Amounts, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 tough. Like, it, mm. it gets more and more expensive <laughs> as yeah. the years go by. Yeah. Uh, but it, it really goes, like, to your point, hand in hand, start. Mm -hmm saving money but for something like a wedding i think it's good to invest mm -hmm. that money to let it grow right uh, and take an aggressive approach especially when we're young mm -hmm. uh, it's not like something that a retirement that we need that fixed amount of money right um, the wedding fund you can either save your money and just put it in account and not have it grow mm -hmm. or you can get another source of income which is the return on your investments right um, and just have it that way so i'd probably recommend like a, a tfsa mm -hmm. it would be ideal for that kind of situation mm -hmm. Uh, first off, you want to automate a certain amount of money. Yeah. Put that into a side account and have it invested as a TFSA mm -hmm. um, because the money that it, it earns will be tax-free. So you, right. you don't pay tax again on it. Right. Uh, and when you pull it out, you can pull it out for free, which is great. Yeah, um, I've done that. <laughs> yes, I mean, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, TFSAs, they're, they're one of the, the best things yeah. out there. Uh, they're so flexible, so yeah. beneficial, so so easy to use as well. So I have a side question in terms of a TFSA. Do different banks have different percentages for the... For the investments? Yeah. Yes, yeah. two different ways. Um, they'll have a different percentage based on the returns. Right. So say you and I both go into the bank together mm. um, and we open up two different accounts. Mm. So I open one up, TFSA, you open one up as a TFSA. Mm -hmm. Uh, they'll ask us questions, and you're a, a naturally more aggressive person than I am. Like, you know, I don't worry about the the, the ups and downs. Mm -hmm. I just want long-term more money. I like my chances. I'll go aggressive. Mm -hmm. um, I'm more scared about the market, so I'll go more of a balanced or conservative approach mm -hmm. where I, I don't want too much of my money going to stocks. I'd rather have it go into, like, government bonds and, and stay as cash and things like that. So our returns will be different that way, our percentages. Mm. The other thing is your fees are killers. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they don't know what they're being charged from the banks or private investment companies for mm. their investments. And when you try and find out, it's a very difficult thing to find out. Um, you look at the statements, it's kind of hidden in language and yeah. things like that. Um, so more important than anything, the returns are the returns, but find someone or a company that does very low fees. Mm -hmm. um, because with investments, the return is never guaranteed. If anyone ever tells you that, hey, you're guaranteed to get this much money, 
you know, walk the other way because that's <laughs> not true. Uh, you can never guarantee the returns, but you can always guarantee the fees. So ah, yeah. get low fees, find <laughs> very low fees because yeah. there's so many things that are automated now. Like yes. There's Wealth Simple, Wealth Bar. Um, there's so many um, like computerized yeah. algorithms that yeah. will follow investments. Okay. Speaking of fees. Yes. What is your thought on this payment protector premium? From where'd you hear it from? Like, no, because I, when I was younger, I saw it on my things and I was like, what is this? Yeah. And then they said it was like this extra percentage that you, when you have like a balance owing, it's that mm-hmm. extra like money. overdraft protection or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So like for credit cards, like I, so when I saw it and I was like, okay, I don't want it. And then they're like, okay, we can give you like a reduced fee yeah. and like you're still paying <laughs> it. So is that something that people should be putting towards? Or is that just one of those fees that gets chewed up into? I think it's just one of those fees that yeah. like... A general thing that is always so funny is how many times have you got a letter in the mail saying, hey, you've been pre-approved for a credit card or get this credit card Mm -hmm. or things like that. Mm -hmm. There's a reason. It's a business. Mm -hmm. Um, They get a lot of money from their credit cards, especially the interest. You're getting like 19% interest. Yeah. And then they'll give you an investment that's giving you 6% returns. Mm -hmm. So really, you're not like that. You're not making money at that bank. You're losing it the other way, right? Um, They're great for certain situations if you need like help with debt yeah um, then there there's a bunch of different tools but ideally you always want to look at what you're being charged mm-hmm. keep those interest rates as low as possible mm. and try and get higher interest rates so kind of like match returns. get like the closest ratio kind of thing exactly yeah, yeah i've never like heard that before okay yeah, that's good okay like overdraft <laughs> stuff like that it's just it's a slippery slope yeah. because i've seen some as high as 27 percent interest Ooh. Uh, which is insane like if i told you you know we can invest your money and i'll give you 27 percent yeah. Like consistently, clockwork, 27%. That's a third of the money. You'd be pumped. Yeah. You'd be going for sure. You're the best guy <laughs> yeah. ever and, and things like that. You'd be so happy. And then you tell me, JK, it's the interest. <laughs> JK, it's the other way around, right? So you're going to pay me 27% no matter mm. what. But don't worry, I'll give you 5% back as an investment. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. When you word it like this, I feel like, what the fuck? What the hell? Am yeah, I like doing? what's going on? Yeah, right? But yeah. it's so funny. But people yeah. will just like, like, they don't even think about it. They just no. go back to their bank. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. It's good. Huh. But, uh, yeah, one percent uh, return. That's amazing. It, right? it Better than nothing. <laughs> like the statement is like, "Congratulations, you earned thirty-five cents yeah. on your investment." Like it wasn't even worth the paper it was printed on. You know? Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's just tough. So <laughs> stay, be very wary of credit card um, overdraft protection, mm-hmm. things like that. They're they're generally tools to allow enable your bad behaviors. Yeah. Of overspending, because you have that protection and things like that. Yeah. Or higher limits. But just be careful of stuff because you don't want to be doing that. You want to keep your expenses yeah. consistent and keep on putting money into your growth. See, I'm like in a daze right now because you're hitting me with things that make sense that I haven't been focusing on. <laughs> I hope so. I, it's going to be great. We're all going to learn this together. Oh and and I still make mistakes. Like yeah. The reason that I learned all these techniques is I was not educated mm-hmm. with finances when I when I came out of high school. Yeah, um, I just started working. I started working when I was thirteen. Actually, mm-hmm. I just I loved having my own money to do my own things. I yeah. didn't want to borrow money. Um, you know, go ask my mom, hey, I want to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Can I get you know? Back then, it was what was it like five bucks, ten bucks, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have my own money to do my own stuff. Right. Um, but then, it, you know, it just, I'd spent a lot of money. Yeah. I didn't save. I didn't know what was going on. And then just through my own mistakes, mm-hmm. that's why I started learning things, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, it motivated me to go into this pra- this practice and this right. field. And then the rest is history. And you're helping people, which is really cool. I'm helping me right now. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and you're all along for the ride. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. 
wow okay good to know <laughs> i'm excited I'm just, it's one of those things that you can't really i don't know if you guys can tell on the mic but just face to face we're just having a great time this is awesome <laughs> oh man okay um the next question um is there such thing as good debt and bad debt yes okay um good debt is opportunities right bad debt is exactly what we're talking about those credit cards <laughs> mm. uh, a very expensive car payment mm. things like that that aren't going to give you any potential growth like there's no chance mm-hmm. for you to grow because those things go down right they go yeah. down exactly yeah. so a credit card let's say i have a couple thousand dollars in credit card debt mm-hmm. that's never going to turn money for me no it's just going to turn more and more debt right um, you know right. especially if you're paying 20 percent interest it just goes down down mm-hmm. down and you're just stuck in a hole and you're, you're just trying to climb out of it right yeah um, so those are examples of bad debt. So credit cards, um, you know, just throwing your money around for, for food mm-hmm. or get, getting the newest phone all the time mm-hmm. and putting it on line of credits, things like that. That's mm-hmm. not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but good debt would be things like a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Everyone, if you're in the lower mainland, everyone just knows mortgages and, and real mm-hmm. estate. That's like what everyone's mm-hmm. most excited about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is a, the most common example of yeah. good debt where, yeah. yes, you're spending money, you're taking on hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending what you're buying, it could be millions, but you're taking on a large sum of money as, as yeah. debt, but there's a, a very great opportunity for what you can do with it. You yeah. can, your house will appreciate in value. Yeah. Um, you can sell it and profit from it. You can uh, get a line of credit for that amount and do other stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of benefits that come with a mortgage. Yeah. Uh, other examples would be uh, investments. Mm-hmm. Um, some people will do a line of credit to invest in a project so they would take on debt from a line of credit mm-hmm. uh, let's say for example i have a line of credit and there's someone comes out to me you come out to me you have an opportunity michelle if you give me four thousand dollars you can be one of eight investors mm-hmm. in this um i don't know in this podcast right You're gonna, you can be one of eight investors in this podcast my goal is to to grow it i'm gonna have this much audience uh, start selling advertising room and this is what the money will look like mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah cool this makes sense so I can go to my line of credit uh, take the money out pay four or five percent interest and then give that money to you mm-hmm. but then I can actually earn more money later on mm-hmm. um, so that could be an example of good debt but the best thing is if your debt will give you an opportunity for more money mm-hmm. it could be good debt mm-hmm. just depends on the investment obviously and things right. like that right um but it could also be <laughs> it could also be bad debt if it turns the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, but if your money that you're you're taking the debt on has no opportunity for growth, it's just it doesn't it doesn't benefit you at all. Totally. Um, okay, I'm gonna ask a weird question here. Do you think tuition could it go either way, or is it like definitely like on the good? Uh, that's eh. a that's a rabbit hole. We're going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. That's a tough one. Like, like, but your opinion. In my in my honest opinion. Um, it depends what you want to do. Like my, my honest opinion is I don't like the idea of student loans. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't even like the fact that they charge for school, university, but mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the fact that it gets more and more expensive is insane. Mm-hmm. And then your textbooks are like mm-hmm. a, a, a paycheck for some people. Yeah. But the student loans are good if you have an idea of what you want to do. There's a lot of people I feel that go through university, sorry, go through high school, mm-hmm. Um, and they just pick something randomly because they feel like they have to go to university. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to university, they take a student loan because they weren't working earlier because they were doing extracurricular mm-hmm. activities, sports or, or clubs or band or whatever it may be. 
So they didn't have the time for work. So now they're taking student loans to do general studies. Yeah. You yep. know, and then that that's that's great for you to get an idea of university. Mm-hmm. But then you have so much debt. At what cost, at right? At what cost. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of people say, oh, I'm doing it for the experience. I just want to know what's around, what's out there. Yeah. Go work different jobs. Yeah. There's nothing r- nowadays, like back in the day, it used to be you want to have a job at least for a year or so it shows that you're yeah. not reliable. That stuff doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's I jump all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I used to. I had so yeah. many different jobs yeah. and I worked multiple jobs at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, I didn't go to, u- I did go to university right away after high school. Yeah. But after one semester, I, I didn't like it. I'm going right. to work instead. Yeah. Um, and I worked so many different jobs in totally unrelated fields because I mm-hmm. wanted to see, like for me, why would I pay someone to teach me about something mm-hmm. when I can just get paid to learn it? Mm-hmm. And I can learn it actually what it's going to be like when I start working mm-hmm. as opposed to theory. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, mm-hmm. you're going to love working this. Like, <laughs> and then that's what the teacher's going to tell you. Like, maybe I do, maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know what you want to do, then th- of course, there's certain careers that need education. Yeah. That by all means. Like, you need the certification yeah, and all that like kind of stuff. Yeah, a doctor, a lawyer, yeah. engineer. Um, th- I mean, there's so many different yeah. ones. But it, it's worthwhile. Uh, trades are a great example like you need yeah. to be certified uh, to go like to be a welder and then you can get x, x amount of money with it so mm-hmm. that's what's good it just make sure that you take the time and you listen to yourself yeah um, because i know I many people that i even i graduated with and they're still in school switching degrees i'm like mm-hmm. hey i thought you were doing that no i switched to this and then what and then i switched to this yeah and then i switched to this it's the like, man you must be in crazy debt the reckless system of making you decide at 18 exactly and <laughs> it would be very different say like you were in university yeah and i tell you yeah you can you can switch from this program to this program but you have to pay me two thousand dollars to switch you may second guess that but if you can defer it to later on yeah like, oh, it's on student loans it's all good yep <laughs> and then it's done right and they use student loans for for housing yep. for uh, other expenses it's i've just actually had people in my life yeah. where that was kind of a similar instance where they wanted to so they weren't happy with what they were doing and they mm-hmm. knew that there was another program that could fall in line with their values and their goals yeah the catch was they have to do all these courses in turn the biggest part about the courses was the tuition ex tuition that they'd have to pay so instead of doing that because there was a little bit of extra work obviously the financial part's the big part they toughed out a degree that just didn't make sense for them see that's a tough thing yeah so i don't think student loans the vehicle is bad i think how people use it is bad Mm -hmm. Um, and i know many people that use student loans for just random like their day-to-day living yeah and uh, that's not what it's there for (laughs) your student loan should be just for your tuition just for your textbooks and then get a job yep get a job and and pay for your coffees at at activities and and things like that whatever whatever you need to do or your your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. uh don't keep piling everything onto student loans because no one's gonna pay it for you no you're you're gonna have to pay it eventually so it just it slows you down yeah no i i agree with all that you said yeah it's a definitely a a gray education like that gray because i remember you i think it was you that posted this on your story it was like a meme or something oh i mentioned this in one of my other podcasts like mine where it was something like this, it's like one th- that one investment where the person assumes all risk, but like yeah. doesn't get all the return. <laughs> that was a, yeah, that yeah. Was one of my fire posts. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at that. I was like, well, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did that. It really is. Like, you yeah. as a student, you mm-hmm. assume all the risk. You mm-hmm. pay all the bills. You take on all the debt. Yeah. Um, and then you may get nothing out of it. Like, there's mm-hmm. many people that will go years and years for university. Mm-hmm. Uh, and crim, crim. I was doing crim degree, crim degree. Yeah. And at the end of the day, so what do you do for work? Oh, I, I'm, I'm a framer. Yeah. What was, what was the point of going to university? It didn't make any sense, right? Right, right. Um, and you could just, just really think about what you want to do. And Be intentional, right? Be intentional. That's yeah. yeah, that's the big one. Exactly. No, I, I totally agree. 
Um, this one, uh, you kind of touched on this question a little bit earlier, but if you want to add anything else to it. Um, how do I know if it's a good idea to take up offers that my bank gives me, like credit increases, adding accounts, stuff like that? That's Yeah, that's a great question. I, I mean, the biggest thing is having a goal in mind of what you want makes everything else easier mm -hmm. because if the bank presents me with something, if it doesn't align with what my goal is, then it's pretty easy for me to say no. Right. Yeah, I, just, I don't really need this. Um, but if you don't, or just in general, you get like we get bombarded from everything, from from Instagram ads, from <laughs> Facebook ads, from TV ads, mm -hmm. uh, people mailing stuff to us. Anytime you go to the bank to deposit something, they're like, yeah, yeah like you need to do this, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. But the general rule of thumb, if they're trying to sell you on more debt, there's a the reason for it. Just understand how the bank works. You know, yeah. like they get your money mm -hmm. in your checkings and savings accounts, and then leverage it out for mortgages mm -hmm. to get more money. Mm -hmm. And uh, if they need more money, they'll be like, hey, you know, you have a thousand dollar credit card. I'll, I'll go ahead, do you a favor, and I'm gonna increase your credit amount to $3,000. Mm -hmm. So now you have a thousand bucks, but now you have $3,000. You're like, sweet, you're gonna keep on, you know, you're gonna spend a little bit more money. It's so subconscious. And there's more interest on it. Yeah. So I'm getting more money from that side as well, right? There's mm -hmm. a reason bank stocks keep going up year after year after I year. Like I'm visualizing like a hamster wheel here. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. That's what it seems totally. like. Totally, and yeah, we, we can either be the hamster that's on the side, just kind of hanging out, like looking at this guy, like what an idiot. Mm -hmm. Or we can be the hamster that's stuck in the wheel. <laughs> I can't figure yeah, it out, Yeah, right? that, that's how I feel when I'm hearing this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but on, honestly, it's, it's one of those things that uh, it's, it's it's a designed process mm -hmm. to to get us to increase debt limits, spend more money, right. go back to the bank. Like how funny is that that if we have a line of credit or a credit card, we're in debt and we're in trouble with debt. Like oh man, I don't know what to do, so I'm gonna go back to the bank and try and figure it out. They're the ones that gave you the debt. Mm. <laughs> They're the ones that got you got you into wow, that position. Wow, sounds right? like a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like extortion, right? Yeah. Um, but really, that's why you gotta invest in like the educating yourself and yeah. teaching yourself. Um, to, I, I, that word yeah. they used before, intent, is, yeah. is perfect. I would yeah. say protect your intent. Mm. And whatever your intention is, make sure you protect it. So don't go outside of your realm and be like, yeah, yeah no worries. I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, there's an example that would be a good one, though. So if the bank offers you, um, let's say you have credit card debt, either with that bank or with a different bank, yeah. and you have that on there and you're being charged 19% interest on it, one nine. And then the bank's like, hey, I can increase your line of credit, or you've been pre-approved for a line of credit mm -hmm. at 4% interest, or 5% interest, that's even better. You're gonna be cutting off a large amount of interest, uh, and you can use a line of credit to pay off all your credit cards, mm -hmm. and now you're paying 4% interest instead of 19% interest. So that would be an example if you have that, then it's good, but uh, in general, if, you ever guys, if anyone has problems navigating this stuff, have a team around you, so mm -hmm. your accountant, if you know people have accountants, uh, whether it's your thaya or your uncle or your <laughs> yeah, friend or okay. so a buddy you went to school with. Yeah. If you have an accountant, accountants are you know great what? resources. That's another good point that you make. Your friends who are in school for this. Yeah, free it's free. advice. Free advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's beneficial for them as well because yeah. they are getting real world knowledge, yeah. practice and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, and it just it's it's real world experience as opposed to just theory. Yes. Uh, but team up, like I said yeah. earlier, just team up. Have have an advisor, a mm -hmm. financial advisor, a financial planner. Mm -hmm. Have an accountant, and those two people can help build a fence around you to protect you from all the other stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. That that's a really good point. Um, the next question. You're good for my ego. You're <laughs> <all> my <laughs> <answers>. <laughs> They're useful. I'm just sitting here like 
waiting to run home and figure yeah. out my stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to leave three like, inches taller from yeah, this right. podcast. <laughs> right? And walk out like I'm the man. <laughs> like I have to go dissect my online banking now. <laughs> um, the next question is, how do I pay off my debt without having to sacrifice, enjoying things in life, like going out, stuff like that? Don't enjoy life. Nah. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, I, th- I think what we were saying earlier about automating your money, yeah. that's probably the best way to do it. So yeah. I always say like a general number, you know, there's there's a general number, like it's, it's called the 50-30-20 rule. Mm-hmm. So 50% of your money could be for your cost of living. Yeah. Uh, that would be your fixed payments. So a car payment, mm-hmm. a car insurance payment, gas payments, cell phones, tuition, textbooks, whatever it may be, if you have uh, rent or if you're helping your parents with a mortgage, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, your fixed expenses, aim to fit that in 50% of your take-home money, so mm-hmm. after taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, after taxes, after yeah, taxes. that's the big one. After taxes. <laughs> so whatever your actual take-home money is, yeah. try and keep your, your living expenses, your fixed expenses, 50% of that. Right. Um, and it's also going to be a good gut check, so if you're like, hey, I want to get, instead of 200 bucks a month for a car, I, I want to do 300 bucks a month for a car, no, I can't mm. because fifty percent of it is only two hundred bucks. So I'm gonna live within my means there. Right. Um, so that's fine. So that's fifty percent. Thirty percent of it is gonna be your for your daily living. Mm-hmm. So you know your 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 eating out, your going on vacations, mm-hmm. your girls' nights at Cactus, mm-hmm. your uh, pizza and, and and NHL with some friends, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Thirty percent is gonna be for living your life. Yeah. And then the other twenty percent is gonna be paying yourself first. Mm. So that's gonna be for your retirement your investments, mm-hmm. your long-term goals, your marriage, things like that, your insurance, all, all that stuff that you get done, mm-hmm. all of that, 20% of it, and you don't even notice it coming off. Yeah. Like 20% is, is less than a lot of us get in taxes. Yeah. And it, I learned like that if the I, hard I, way. I've asked people, if I asked you right now, how much dollars do you get taken off your taxes? Uh, I don't know, it just comes off. So why would you have that same mentality for yeah. your savings? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just have it just come off. And yeah. then 30% of it, I don't care what you spend the 30%. On. I always tell my clients, Whenever I sit with them, they're always thinking I'm going to be going through their budget. Like, nope, ax this. Nope, cut this mm-hmm. out. Nope, stop this. Yeah. Nope, you're eating off the value menu now. <laughs> like, just start yeah. going through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what you guys, I, I don't care what any of them do. And I tell them, like, point blank, right, face to face, that 30% of your money, spend it however you want. I really could care less. Mm-hmm. Live your life because life is short. Yeah. Like, we have a finite amount of time. Yes. And we don't know how long we're going to have, right? So just be I realistic. Just right? be realistic. Yeah. Right? And a lot of times, what you see, is when people do that 20% for themselves first, 50 for cost of living, 30 mm-hmm. for themselves, and just whatever, they start to gradually spend less and less of that 30% mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. transition more and more of it to that 20%. Right. Just because they see the benefit of um, saving money and they start yes. to see, like, you know, that earlier at the beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. you talked about how you automated it and yeah. then you started seeing it pile up. You felt good. How you felt good. Yeah. And were you surprised when you saw them out? Yeah. Yep. Did it yeah. motivate you? Yeah. There you go. I'm like, I don't need to go for that extra dinner. Exactly. That's money that can be put away. That's exactly and That's exactly <laughs> what starts happening is yeah. you start feeling like a winner. Mm-hmm. And you s- especially when we never had knowledge for so many years about finances. Yeah. We start seeing the momentum go. You're yep. oh, this is awesome. You start pulling things away or you start pulling from the 50%. Yeah. And whatever it is. And the benefit for our young people is our cost of living generally isn't really 50% mm-hmm. of our paychecks. Right. So you can dump more that into your 20 percent mm-hmm. so the numbers can skew a bit here and there right? yeah but it's just like the concept the yeah concept. everything is just the concept right that's so funny you said that i was thinking about um before i decided i want to go back to school and stuff yeah. i 
I was thinking about moving. I was like, okay, like I, I feel good about work. Um, blah blah blah. Like let's let's work on the next big adult step. And so what ended up happening was, I was looking. I've loosely looked into it, and then mm. I but I was intentionally looking into it. And then yeah, the percentage thing. And when I like realized that renting is gonna be about seventy five percent of my pay. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I was like, no, I'll just stay home. Let, yeah, let me <laughs> just okay. focus on this a little bit more. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I th- yeah. So that kind of was my uh, my humbling moment. <laughs> and I think uh, that's a great. So you're already in your field, and you enjoy mm-hmm. your field. Mm-hmm. So for you going back to school to go to a master's mm-hmm. and enable yourself to earn more money, that's great. That mm-hmm. because you already know you like it. You mm-hmm. already know you like being in that field. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's great of you to double down mm-hmm. on it and afterwards that same rent will be like 30 percent of your income instead of 70 yeah like what a swing right see yeah i and you know if i didn't have that um that little check-in with myself earlier because mm-hmm. i was like oh my gosh like i have to find a job that's like 80k yeah. and like blah, blah blah but then i was yeah. like okay but my skills right now my experience all this stuff that's not going to get me there mm-hmm. so then yeah is that kind of fell in with that like what else can i do exactly and do all the stuff that you enjoy right but yeah. that, that's an example of good debt um and really yeah that 50 percent is use it as a gut check and that's fantastic that you did that because mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't mm-hmm. They're like oh whatever yolo right They're like whatever <laughs> man i'm just gonna i'm just gonna take this debt on mm-hmm. and i'll just work harder i'll hustle harder yeah. to pay it off but then that's when you get in that problem where you can't enjoy your life because that 30 mm-hmm. percent of you spending your money on what you want to do it's not there yeah it's not there because you're you're having to spend pretty much all your money just on this place yeah yeah like and that's my other thing too i was like what was the point if i'm just paying all this money to breathe yeah like re- essentially for netflix right what yeah. are we gonna do <laughs> it's like all i do all day watch netflix that's what i was doing all day yesterday yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um the next question uh this one's a good one um asking uh, about advice when you're starting your own business um side note to this i was listening to another podcast and mm-hmm. the like the big thing when you're starting your own business is like your revenue takes a big cut in your income Huge. in the beginning, right? So yeah, how would you um, navigate that? Like, what's some good advice? Yeah, it's um, it's so common. I think it's a great question to ask because mm-hmm. ev- so many people have side hustles yeah. now and yep. uh, freelance work and all these mm-hmm. other things that they're doing. Um, but the biggest thing is make sure you write down goals mm-hmm. before you get into the business. Like that's the most important thing. A lot yeah. of people will just kind of go into it and just see what happens. Um, and you see a lot of business fail because of that. You have to be prepared of what the ups and downs are going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started my business, I went from uh, a great income that was stable every two week, two weeks. Like clockwork, it was mm-hmm. in my account. Everything was easy, and yeah. it was just business as usual. Um, to leaving that behind and starting a brand new business, uh, and there was a lot of expenses that even when I started, I was surprised of, like, wait, what? I need a desk. I gotta, I gotta yeah. buy that. I gotta, yeah. I gotta buy a chair. Yeah. Um, uh, printer paper like it was insane how much mm-hmm. i spent on printer paper mm-hmm. uh because I, I work with so many different companies so yeah I mean, like, co- contracts with all of them like all these <laughs> random expenses like I, I knew i had to get a computer a new yeah. computer and yeah. a printer and stuff like that yeah so i was like printer paper like mm-hmm. i had a laser printer i ran out of ink <laughs> or sorry toner a couple times so that was like yeah it was 300 bucks <laughs> yeah, uh, 300 expensive. bucks for more income like mm-hmm. what the hell's going on mm-hmm. um so it's just it's very important to just write down goals and just kind of yeah. find out what you're going to be spending and how much money you need yeah um and then really start saving for that um we talked about earlier about saving for short-term goals mm-hmm. if you want to switch and open up a business in the next four months let's say i want to be a photographer mm-hmm. and i want to start doing freelance work uh don't use your credit card to buy a two thousand dollar camera ah. and then be caught behind right because then you're like oh shit i need a new lens yeah okay and i need a backdrop mm-hmm. okay and 
when you go out there, there's gonna be random expenses. If I invite you out to a photo shoot, I'll probably buy you coffee or something like that. Yeah. So all that stuff adds up, right? So yeah. make sure you save the money beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, identify what your goals are, what you need, um, and then do it that way. Yeah. And a big thing is just team up with somebody that. Again, I keep saying the word team mm-hmm. up with someone. <laughs> but, but it's true. It's strength in numbers. Strength in numbers, yeah. exactly. So mm-hmm. find someone that has already been through that. Yeah. Um, if it's recent, that's that's awesome. If it's someone that has an established business, that's better. Yeah. Um, but you know, okay. This is what I'm thinking. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you'd be surprised, and I'm sure you've seen this with the podcast, but people are more willing to help than we think. Yes. And they're, yes. V- they're very willing to give advice because 100%. I went through a tough time like when I first started my business. Yeah. I, I was like, wow, this all these, these curveballs are hitting me. Mm-hmm. But if I could help someone avoid all those, yep. and where I got to in two years, if they could do that in six months, h- hell yeah. We're, we're trained to believe that I'm – that you know like the world's a scary place and that it's not always in your best interest when people give you advice stuff but that's true but there equally are very nice people who are willing to help you so yeah no it's it's fairly easy to identify them now it's usually the people that are doing well yeah for the most part from what i've experienced the people that are doing well doing great stuff out there providing great content Mm -hmm. like this Mm -hmm. they're good people that are willing to help exactly and like one thing I read in a book, it's like good leaders are the ones that will share their knowledge to um, help other people too. So exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's like you know, all these great armies. It wasn't just one good <laughs> fighter and that was it. Oh, it's Hercules. <laughs> I don't know if you believe in that stuff or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's, it's yeah. a whole unit of people. Mm-hmm. Football, you can have the best one player, but if all the other players aren't doing anything, it's not yeah. going to help you, right? Totally. So you need to make sure that you help everyone around you and it, it really it, it always comes back to you good karma right so yeah t- I, I believe I'm that a too. Huge, yeah i'm a huge believer of karma yeah it doesn't cost you anything to be nice that's what i say exactly. there <laughs> yeah. you go if you're gonna learn anything <laughs> from the podcast yeah. listen to that. it doesn't cost you anything to be nice yeah um so uh we're gonna wrap up with those questions so i have a question just for the listeners even for myself just any um just any like general guidance on finances budgeting res- like um yeah resources what are some good resources, books, online, any of that kind of stuff to get more knowledge and be more educated? Yeah. Um, follow me on Instagram. No, yes. Joking. No, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Promote yourself here. No, 100%. <laughs> um, I mean, I always try and uh, put stuff out there. Just yeah. quick tips here and there that work really well for people. Right. Um, so, yeah, all my social stuff. I'm mostly on Instagram. I have LinkedIn and Facebook, but I mm-hmm. like Instagram the most. Yeah. Um, that That's a big one. Uh, another one is, is regards to a book, one of the best books for people that are starting finances and learning all these concepts, mm-hmm. uh, The Wealthy Barber by Dave Shilton. <laughs> and The Wealthy Barber 2, or Return to the Camera, what the second book's called, but uh, they're both awesome, awesome books. And he's just hilarious. The way that he, it's, it's funny, it's almost like you're reading it and you're laughing while you're reading. And, you're like, oh, and, shit, and that's the sense. content you're gonna be willing to learn from too, right? Totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. And hopefully this is like what you get from the podcast yeah. as well, but uh, comedy has a funny way of resonating yeah. with people, right? So yeah. Um, Dave Shelton is hilarious and mm-hmm. it's just it's a really good book and it teaches you a lot of fundamental mm-hmm. concepts of how to get better with money right uh, and it talks about investing it talks about saving it talks about budgeting it talks about um, you know that 50 30 20 rule things right. like that yeah um, a lot of that information to a degree you can find in there mm-hmm. um, so that's a great one um, and then the other one is just practice mm-hmm. don't be afraid to make mistakes mm. um, I like that yeah and, and really at the end of the day mm-hmm. the only way you're gonna find out what works best for you is by trying other stuff Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to make mistakes, um, you know, learn what's out there as far as investments. That's like the biggest one is there's a thousand different ways you can invest money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if 
the biggest thing on stage is make sure you look and ask what the fees are. Yes. And uh, please. That was my takeaway today. Yeah, find out what the fees are. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't tell you what the fees are, that's pretty sketch. And mm. <laughs> just don't do it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, find out what the fees are and just just try stuff. You know, don't yeah. don't worry about putting a little bit of money here, a little bit of money here, especially when we're young. Yeah. We can take the risks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people are asking about all the, the new industries that cannabis is massive right now. Mm-hmm. Um, artificial intelligence companies, mm. um, all these these private companies that are turning public and, yeah. and having these crazy profits. Beyond Meat, all these things. These are all called like IPO companies, so uh, the ones that are going public. Yeah. Um, put some money in those ones. Feel free, right? Like, yeah. a, but you can only do that if you budget yourself properly and have extra money aside right. that you don't mind losing. Right. Like, if you're stressed and you only have two thousand dollars, don't invest that two thousand dollars <laughs> into something that may get lost. Yeah. Um, but if you have an extra five hundred bucks, sure, put it into something. It doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and by all means, just. I'll say it one more time. Team up with somebody. Yes. Uh, <laughs> whether you know, I'm I'm always accessible for from from social media. I, I What's your Instagram? Uh, it's vgill88. Got it. You can also find me by searching yep. my company, uh, Portfolio Concierge. Cool. Um, we we deal with people in real estate. We have realtors, mortgage brokers, accountants. Mm-hmm. We have people that deal in those private companies. Um, everyone's all in one brand. Yeah. Uh, we're all you know licensed, regulated. Uh, we make You're sure legit. We we're legit, <laughs> yeah. We're legit people. We're not these random people yeah. that you can't get a hold of, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I do some business, call me back. It's like right. it calls me disconnected. <laughs> just all this like jargon that makes no sense. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and and you know, it's just one of those things that you want to make sure it's with real people. Yeah. Uh, we're all local. We're mm. we're all in the Lower Mainland. Um, Abbotsford, what up? Yeah. Um, Abbotsford, <laughs> Surrey, Burnaby, Vancouver, um, Kelowna, mm-hmm. uh, Calgary. Yeah. Uh, it, it's all over the place. So. Um, our whole goal and our whole vision is we've gotten bad advice from other people in our past. Right. And uh, it sucks because it puts you back. But our whole goal is to make sure that we're giving good feedback mm-hmm. to good people and building a fence around our clients to stop all the noise from coming in. Right. And help them get further. Yeah, ahead. totally. Oh, I love that. No, that's awesome. I love it, that you love yeah. it. <laughs> I know. I, I really like that because you, yeah, because uh, things like um, financial matters, it kind of gets either shoved to the side People become ignorant to the issues, all, yeah, all that. Scared and, and embarrassed, and to talk they're about scared it. about it. Yeah. yeah, all that. I and I, yeah, like we we're talking earlier, family values. One thing that I learned growing up is that you should. It's rude to talk about money. It's rude to talk yeah. to other people about your financial matters. You shouldn't be asking other people about their financial matters. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do get that in in some contexts. Like I would never outwardly just be like, "Hey, how much money do you make?" Like yeah. it, without any context or anything, right? Yeah. Like that yeah. that's rude. But like you heard me on the phone earlier yes. when I was <laughs> talking to someone about a potential job, I read off the bat just ask them like, "How much are you gonna pay me?" Yeah. <laughs> like I was yelling in the background, "Pay her more!" Pay yeah, her more. right, <laughs> right. Like yeah, like things like that. It's it's important. So. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you for giving us more knowledge. I learned a lot. So if I know I learned a lot, I know everyone else is going to take this in really well. Definitely come back. I feel like we could talk more about this kind I of stuff. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> out of every speaking engagement I've done, I would say this is probably one of the most enjoyable. Yay. Uh, it's, it's great. <laughs> and uh, it, it's it's just a lot of fun. And I, I love the vision that you have. Thank you. We are talking before we got yeah. on mic about what the goal was uh, mm-hmm. for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited, so it's it's great. Uh, it's knowledge is yeah. more about voice now, anyways. So totally. uh, I think it's awesome. You have a wide variety of people coming on here, yeah. and I would definitely come back again. So if you guys want me back, make sure you bunker, yeah. DM her all the time. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. thank you. It's yeah. been it's been a pleasure. Awesome, and thank you everyone for listening in. If you get a chance, please check out my Instagram at Young Culture Podcast, and we will talk to you soon.